1: Welcome back to the Love of the Star podcast. I am Bobby Belt, Dallas Cowboys insider for 105.3 The Fan in Dallas, the radio flagship home of the Cowboys. Joined, as always, by former Super Bowl-winning NFL scout, Brian Broadus. Uh, the man who, who genuinely uh, took down the Cowboys in the early 2000s, even as he he worked there because he set up the Eagles for life uh, with, with a, a good head coach and, and a great draft in 1998, Uh, And we're joined by by one of Brian's longstanding friends in in the media and and one of our our great rivals here at Odyssey and in the podcast competition, uh, because they're the ones ahead of us in in the podcast numbers. It's just one podcast and it's Go Birds. And so we're joined by the host of Go Birds, Elliot Shore Parks, who is also the Eagles reporter for the legendary WIP in Philadelphia. Uh, You can follow Elliot on Twitter at Elliot Shore Parks. Elliot, how's it going, man?
2: You know, a lot of uh, the GoBirds listeners said I shouldn't join the number two pod in the company. But for Brian and for you, I am uh, I am happy to do it uh, to talk about the game
1: this weekend. I mean, that, that makes sense. You, you don't want to necessarily join the number two pod. I mean, I'm sure the Cowboys don't want to have to travel to Philadelphia and beat a team by 20 for the fourth <laughs> time in a row. Um, that That's that's yeah, a lot yeah. on, on the Cowboys shoulders, too. But we all make sacrifices, Elliot. Uh, I, I'm going to ask you first yeah. question out of the gate. I know there's a lot of injuries on that offensive line right now? Jordan Mailata with the shoulder. Everybody on the interior of the offensive line is dealing with an ankle right now. Uh, Are are we looking at some guys who are going to be banged up but ultimately play on Sunday or or do you think some of these statuses are in question?
2: So I'll I'll answer that in two ways. And The first first way I'll give you the the injury report, Jordan Mailata did practice on Wednesday. He was out there with the starters. He was limited, but he did line up with the starters at the beginning of practice, which is always a really good indication of what the team thinks is going to happen. So I do believe they'll have all five of their starters for Sunday night. But the second part of that is, does it really matter? Like when you look at this Eagles offensive line and you look at Jeff Stoutland, they are constantly moving guys in and out. Last week, they had the whole left side of their offensive line missing. You know, they they last season had a ton of injuries and they always play well. They're always one of the best offensive lines in the league. So there's no question that Dallas has talent on that defensive line for sure. But I've been covering this team since Stoutland got here and I've never seen like a single player come in and wreck the Eagles offensive game plan. So yes, my lotta probably will be back, but ultimately no matter who lines up there, I think the Eagles have a lot of confidence that they'll be able to protect Jalen hurts.
3: When you talk about that, Elliot, you know, with the, with the offense and the offensive line coach, Jeff Soutland, he's done a great job. I mean, absolutely. I I think, you know, he was one of those guys that they got to stay right from the previous regime and all that. They thought he was super important to what the Eagles were doing. The, The strength of them obviously is that offensive line, but they made a commitment with Jalen Hurts halfway through last season to run the ball more. And is, was that the real turning point to where the success for the Eagles were from last year to what we have right now, the version currently?
2: Yeah, it, it's funny. This time last year, people were throwing flowers at Sirianni when he walked off the field because they were so mad at him about that quote of saying, you know, we're, the roots are growing and, and people were, were mad. They, he compared the team to a flower. And in Philly, that did not go over well. And, you know, it was Sirianni was on the hot seat to a certain extent. I don't know if they really... They would have fired him, but certainly in the public eye, people were very frustrated with the team and Sirianni. And now you look at where they're at now and Sirianni a favorite for the coach of the year. And you're right. I think that did really kind of transition that transition happened when they started to run the ball. And I think it, it worked for a couple reasons. A Jalen was not a good passer last year. His accuracy was not good. His ball placement wasn't good. His decision-making wasn't good. He just wasn't there as an NFL passer yet. And so they had to run the ball. And I know in today's NFL, and I know especially with uh, Jeffrey Lurie, that is not how teams want to win, and that is not how Lurie wants to win. There was no chance, especially after paying A.J. Brown all that money, they were going to come in and be a run-first team this year. Now, they can do it if they need to, and Jalen's legs are certainly a part of it. But I think the transition last year to the running game, it helped get the team going and show that they could win under Sirianni. But ultimately this year, I think, is they're showing how they want to win and how they think they can win long-term and that's by throwing the ball.
3: Elliot, you, uh, you tweeted out something earlier that, uh, yesterday that I thought was really interesting. Uh, you, you were saying that if the Cowboys were to beat the Eagles, that would be a red flag for you. And anybody that follows you on Twitter know that you do a great job of covering this team. You have an idea of the pulse of the team, the city and all that. Why did you say it would be a red flag if they were to, if the Eagles were to lose this game? Because, so, I think
2: in Philly, but also nationally, the, the the debate has been, are the Eagles one of the best teams in the NFL? Are they the best team in the conference? If they lose this game on Sunday, they might not even be the, ne- the best team in the division, right? So, like, when you talk about where expectations are at to where they could be with a loss, I think this would be the first loss where you could look and go, okay, maybe they're not as good as we think. If they lose to the Cardinals this past week, you know, if they make the field goal at the end of the game, they win in overtime – It is what it is. You're 4-1. Losses happen on the NFL calendar. I don't think the Cardinals are very good, and they're going anywhere. If you lose to the Cowboys, you're in second place in the division. Potentially, if the Giants go in and beat Baltimore, you at that point have an argument for being the third team in the division, right? And I think that the Eagles, after a really hot start in those first three games, they haven't been as good the last two weeks. The offense has slowed down a little bit for sure. The defense, I think, is still playing at a pretty high high level, but the tackling wasn't great last week. So if Dallas comes in on Sunday night and beats the Eagles, it's concerning in a couple of ways, A, because of what it means for the division, but B, this is a Dallas team that's beat the Eagles in every important game for like three years, right? Like my pod's the only thing that's winning over Dallas right now. That's it right outside of that. Like Dallas is a Dallas is, has owned Philadelphia, right? And I know Eagles fans will, will hate to hear that, but ultimately it's the truth. So if the Eagles can't beat Dallas, you look and you go, all right, maybe they're not going to win the division because if Dallas has their number, they're probably going to lose Christmas Eve. And if you don't win the division, the best you're going to be is fifth in the playoff seeding. So I think this, if a loss on Sunday would really mean like, okay, maybe you have to reevaluate where this team is at.
1: If the Eagles lose this game, if they drop this game on Sunday night, let's talk like, like if that's a scenario that does play out, the one that you were just talking about there, what do you think you guys are talking about the next morning Nesta? man, this happened and this is why they dropped this game? In other words, what's yeah. the likeliest area that if Dallas comes out of this game, it's because Philly struggled in, in what area?
2: Yeah. So I'll say this, not to spoil anything at the end, but I don't think they're going to lose the game. I do think sure. the Eagles will win. And but But I'll say this. If they do lose, it's going to be a long two weeks because the Eagles have the bye week after that, and it's going to be a long two weeks in Philly. I'm sure Brian knows. Like It, it can it can be rough here when the Eagles lose, especially the Cowboys and especially when they don't play for two weeks. So if they do lose on Sunday night, my guess it's because of Jalen. I, I, I look at the Cowboys' offense. I just really don't think they're going to be able to get into the high 20s. I think the best-case scenario for Dallas' offense is that you know, low, low twenties, if they really play well, but realistically you're probably talking about the high teens. So, you know, maybe the defense gets ripped a little for missed tackles. Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard could cause some problems for the Eagles, but ultimately if they lose this game, I think it's going to be low scoring. And I think it's going to be because of Jalen. Jalen has not played well against the Cowboys. The Cowboys defense is good. Ultimately. I think the offensive line will protect Jalen, but the the Cowboys defense is the best part of that team clearly right now. So if Jalen comes out Sunday night, doesn't play well. I mean, he hasn't thrown a touchdown for 10 quarters. Like, and, and now running touchdowns certainly count, and he's been a dynamic player. But you're talking about a player that is, you know, slightly regressing the past two weeks. He's he's thrown more turnover-worthy passes. His accuracy has come down a little bit. And on prime time, he loses to the Cowboys. I think the discussion for two weeks will be: okay, maybe Jalen, like, he's improved, but maybe we should slow down a little.
1: How, has, how is the Jason Peters comments? played there in Philadelphia. Cause I I honestly think they, they've probably without knowing, I think they've probably been taken a little out of context because he was, he, Mm -hmm. he, it was about the eighth question in a row he got about the Philly fans. And I think he just was ready to boil it down. And he said it, honestly, it sounded more like a term of endearment. Like he's like (laughs) more like they're just nuts, dude. Like, like kind of like that, but said it with like, man, they're great. He, in fact, he joked, he said, uh, he's like, they said, how do you feel about going back into that, that stadium? And he's like, I'm not expecting anything worse than some stuff to be thrown at me, you know, so I I can handle that. And so, uh, Jason, Jason seems ready to go, but, but ultimately I think he was just, it was more a term of endearment, but how, how has that been received in Philadelphia? Yeah.
2: I mean, I will say the use of the word idiots, like I get what he's doing, but probably not the best term, you know, now, but to your point, I've been in these press conferences. I know what it's like when you're getting peppered and you know, one word comes out wrong. That's not always what you mean. But ultimately, Jason Peters is going to be remembered fondly here. I think that on Sunday night, if they show him on the Jumbotron, he'll get a loud uh, round of applause. He'll get a standing ovation. People still like him. I mean, his time here didn't end great, to be honest, like with the injuries and the refusal to move to tackle at first before doing it once he got a raise. Like there were certainly people that don't remember the end of Jason Peters fondly, but I think he'll uh, he'll be remembered well. The DeMarcus Lawrence quotes are maybe, you know, a little more of the bulletin board material. Uh, for this Eagles team. But I think the Peters thing, people know how he feels about the city.
3: You know, Elliot, I totally agree with your assessment about the Cowboys and the situation defensively. I agree with you about how there's going to be a problem for them having to score points, and especially against this Eagles defense. I I think that I know the numbers and stuff say on third down, there have been some issues and stuff like that. but, But overall, though, the one thing that we kind of see is that You know, with Cooper Rush, when he gets pressured in the pocket, you get near him, he tends to have problems. And I will focus on your front seven there in Philadelphia. I think they Mm -hmm. do a heck of a job of, you know, not only you know getting after you in the pass, but playing the run. Strength of the defense, the front seven, or do you think more on the back end of what the Eagles have uh, going into this game?
2: You know, it's tough because you look at that front seven and they've played really well, the linebacker been a lot better this year hassan reddick after a first you know shaky game and a half or whatever he's been one of the best edge rushers in the nfl when you take into account force fumbles and sacks he gets to the quarterback and when he gets there he makes a play on the ball it's impressive you can really tell it's it's a mental like coached into him thing when he gets there he puts his arm out he's constantly swatting for it and the results have been good fletcher cox is playing better josh sweat very solid player so they have a lot of talent in that front seven for sure But man, the back four, like Darius Slade, James Bradbury, Avante Maddox, if he plays, which I don't think he will. But if he does, they have arguably the best trio of cornerbacks in the NFL. So the the talent on the defense is is really, really good. But I think the problem it could specifically cause for the Cowboys is the way they've been winning. And, you know, you guys can probably speak to this better, but from the outside looking in, they win with – defense they don't turn the ball over right so they're not giving the offense extra opportunities the eagles are the best in the nfl creating turnovers like they and you know turnovers can be a bit hit or miss it's not always a great indication of how you're playing but through the first five games they're number one in the nfl with 11 so you know if the eagles can just force one turnover from the cowboys let alone two like then i think things could really get out of control because this cowboys team just isn't built to score with the eagles and with the talent, the way they're playing in the front seven and then the back four as well, like there's just really not a weakness unless they unless they miss tackles. That's it. Like the the weakness is missed tackles. So that, that's what the Cowboys have to hope
1: for. Man, I think watching the film of Philly this week, I, I was hoping to see some smoke and mirrors. Honestly, I didn't like I I, mm-hmm. I mean, I think that they're they're a really good football team on both sides of the ball. Um, And I think they're incredibly efficient the way they pass the ball. They, I think they've hacked the code on offense. I think that's all great. As I looked for areas of weakness, first off, I think it's big. You talk about Avante Maddox not likely to play. That's a big boost, I think, to Dallas because I, I I'm just i guessing Josiah Scott would step in and play at corner. I yeah. Obviously, I don't think he plays up to the level of Avante Maddox. Um, but then the other area where I've seen some struggles, how has Chauncey Gardner-Johnson been received? Because it looks like he's struggled at times with tackling. It looks like he's had an occasional bad moment in coverage. That's an area where I think if the Cowboys can – Get him if he gets in the slot on somebody happens to line up in there. I think the Cowboys need to have checks built in for like, hey, let's try to take advantage of this.
2: Yeah. So I I agree with that assessment. Um, What's interesting is when you look at the Eagles defense, they have a lot of upcoming free agents. Bradbury, Kaiser White, TJ Edwards, Chauncey Gardner Johnson. And I think because of Chauncey Gardner Johnson's name, when they acquired him, it was okay. you got to resign him. You got to resign him. But right now, I would prioritize other players over him. Um, One thing I thought of the trade when they did it was, yes, he's a great slot. uh, He's a great nickel corner. He's not playing nickel here. Like, he's playing safety. So I I get that he has good instincts and he's a great athlete and and all those things and what he brings to the locker room. But you're right. Like, he's bit on stuff. They've been lucky against the Vikings. He bit really hard on something and the pass was dropped. It happens I don't want to say frequently, but like ultimately, I think he's been the weakness in coverage. I think Marcus Epps has been the better safety through uh, through five games. Gardner Johnson doesn't tackle well. So, yeah, I I think if you're going to attack one area, it's probably him. But, But ultimately, you know, the defense just doesn't give up a lot of points. So Chauncey also deserves credit for being part of a unit that has been the reason, I believe, if you had to pick offense or defense, I think the defense is why they're undefeated.
1: Just as we uh, get wrapped up here, uh, we'll go around the room real quick. Brian, uh, Elliot, uh, picks for the game. Brian?
3: Yeah, I think that Elliot's on to something. You know, I know this is a Cowboy pro- podcast. I think the Cowboys are going to struggle to score in this game. I, I think defensively, you know, it- it's it's tough. They're going to have to have some things happen the right way. I would say the Eagles are probably going to win this one probably 23 to 13.
1: All right, Elliot.
3: Yeah. So
2: look until the Eagles beat the Cowboys, I think it's fair to be very like, not super confident about this game. They have the Eagles number Jalen, especially has played poorly against them. So I do think like there is a chance the Cowboys win this game, but I also think the Eagles are kind of perfectly set up to beat the, the uh, Cowboys because I do trust the offensive line to neutralize the Cowboys pass rush. They have so much talent at receiver and Jalen is playing better but also like they don't Eagles don't lose to backup quarterbacks. And I know Cooper rush might be the new franchise guy there or whatever, but ultimately he is the backup and they have shown that they, when they play backups, they win. they dominated them last year. It's been a thing in Philly for a while. They just don't lose to backups. Cooper Rush, nice player, but I ultimately really don't think he's that good overall and you're going to have to outscore this, e- this Eagles team. The Eagles are going to get in the high 20s in my opinion. So I'll go 27 to 17 and I actually think this could be like a statement type win for the Eagles.
1: I, I've been uh, saying this week I think first one to 17 wins the football game to be honest because I as good as Philadelphia's offense has been, I do think Dallas matches up fairly well just personnel wise and they've talked all this week their whole thought process is they want to keep Jalen in the pocket. If they can keep Jalen in the pocket and force them to throw from there. They think they've got a better opportunity. Um, If Dallas can score a touchdown on defense, I think that's probably their best way to to get points on the board and flip this game because I I think they're going to struggle on offense. So ultimately, it's a clean sweep. I'm sorry Cowboys fans uh, I've got the Eagles 17 to 13 but if they're able to get something on special teams if they're able to get something on defense I think that's the Dallas's best opportunity to win this game uh, Elliot Shore Parks again he is the Eagles reporter for WIP and uh, he is the host of the current number one pod on the Odyssey Sports Network <laughs> go birds if
3: we if we keep picking the Cowboys to lose they're going to stay way ahead of us you guys are
1: making
2: my job easier man we're, let, let let me say let me say one thing, though. Ready? Yeah, you there. You the Cowboys are not really going to keep Cooper in there over Dak, no. are they? Like, no. even if they win on Sunday, they are no. not right. There's no, no, no. way. OK, good. No. I've been a part. Let me let me say this. I've been a part of a lot of a quarterback controversy here with the Eagles. I saw Nick Foles come in and basically end Carson's time here. I don't think that's going to happen with Cooper Rush. But for Eagles fans, they should love what's happening because I do know that if somehow Cooper wins and then Dak comes in and doesn't win, man, you guys can just chalk the season up because the, the quarterback thing is just – it, it infiltrates the locker room. It makes it harder on Dak. Players start to turn a little bit. Now, the good news is Cooper's not that good and he's not playing well. So, Nick. All right, neighbor, Elliot, you can go away
3: well. now. You can go away with all those. We're <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> trying to stir up deception here. All right, well, I, I look forward to it.
1: <laughs> Elliot Shore Parks does a great job covering the Eagles. Uh, follow him on Twitter at Elliot Shoreparks. Thanks, Elliot. Yep. Talk to you guys soon.